Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America. Happy Saturday. Oh, we got a good show for you today. We're going to talk border, 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 a little bit of election integrity. We're going to kick things off on that subject with none other than Carrie Lake. She's running for the U.S. Senate in Arizona, was the candidate for governor. She is making waves and growing her popularity in Arizona. And she's never afraid to talk about election integrity. She's never afraid to talk about the border, never afraid to call out Democrats and Republicans when they're not doing their job. We've got a really insightful interview. Uh, Amanda Head and I spent some time with her earlier in the week. We're going to adapt that for the podcast today. She'll kick us off. Then we'll go down to the border with Ben Berkham. He was there when House Speaker Mike Johnson went down to the border. He's got some thoughts. He also has some reaction from everyday Americans about what they want. They're done with news conferences. They're done with commercials and ads and promises. They want action at the border. Ben Burke, I'm going to explain that for you. And then Brandon Arnold, our good friend, is going to join us. He is doing some extraordinary work monitoring your spending, your tax dollars at the National Taxpayers Union, NTU. We're going to talk about a couple of things that you may not know about in the law, in the code, in the spending world right now that could save you tax dollars in lead to greater common sense in America. Brandon Arnold will join us in the third block of today's show. What a great show. Carrie Lake, Ben Berkham, Brandon Arnold, back to back to back on this, the Saturday edition of John Solomon Reports. We'll be right back with Carrie right after these messages. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great, I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order 
plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick House Nutrition and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. She's on the front lines fighting for Southern border security, also election integrity, and for the future generations of our great nation. Arizona's leading Republican candidate for U.S. Senate, Carrie Lake, joins us right now. Carrie, Happy New Year. Great to have you back on the show. Hi, guys. Hi Happy there. New Year. Happy New Year. Good to have you on, Carrie. Great. Hey, let me ask you about this. We just saw these new numbers come out. 302,000 people crossed the border in December, an all-time record. Uh, we could not have a worse picture for the Biden administration than what's happening at the border, yet they don't want to talk about it. They're nowhere to be found. What's the dynamic in Arizona? What are voters thinking about the border right now? Oh, I mean, the pictures coming out of our border, it's the worst in the whole country, but the entire southern border is in really bad shape. And we've got migrant camps along the border wall, and you've got, uh, you know, these NGOs bringing people over and actually aiding and abetting so that people come across. And I, I, I don't blame the people who come here. They want to come to America. I blame Joe Biden for creating this mess. On day one, he pulled back a perfect border policy that President Trump had implemented that was keeping us safe and basically told the world to come on over. And this is what you get when you have incompetent, compromised people running our government. And he's been helped by Kirsten Cinema and by Ruben Gallego, who've always voted against the border wall, voted against border funding. And now they realize they have a catastrophe on their hands. And now they're in a panic saying, we need more money at the border, when if they would have just approved the $10 billion or $15 billion to build the wall, we wouldn't even have this trouble right now. Mm -hmm. And so now they're in a panic mode. They want to pour a ton of money at the symptoms, but they don't want to stop the people from coming over. Frankly, they want to make all these people voters so that they can try to win when America turns on the Democrats who have gotten us into a huge mess. Yeah, that they yeah. have. Well, and Carrie, as John said, you, you're absolutely on the on the front lines fighting illegal immigration, but you're also on the front lines of election integrity and fighting for election integrity. And ever since 2022, when you ran for governor, obviously this has been something that you've been fighting tooth and nail for. I mean, I, you know, you can go so far as to call it fraud, but even even to the most neutral of minds, there's just an opacity when it comes to our elections. 
Um, I wanted to ask you about the weight of the justice system being thrown against lawyers and, and people who are fighting for election integrity, because Alan Dershowitz comes on the show often and talks about lawyers getting dirched and this this bifurcation of the legal world where folks who are fighting for election integrity and, and causes perceived to be on the right side of the aisle are actually under the boot of the justice system. Well, and Alan Dershowitz was involved in one of our cases and been sanctioned, and they're going after all of our attorneys. I have four attorneys who right now um, are at risk of losing their law license, their ability to practice law. They want to put fear in the hearts of every attorney out there so that they'll never take one of these cases to make it impossible for people like me or President Trump to even find representation, legal representation. At the same time, I'm currently being sued for defamation by an elected official, a government official, because I had the the courage to speak out about what's happening in our elections. And now they're trying to sue me for defamation to make an example out of me so that nobody speaks out and questions fraud in our government. And it's a very slippery slope. If they're able in the corrupt, crooked courts out there to uh, win this case, Every American will be afraid to speak out against elected officials, to be able to speak out against their government when there's wrongdoing in their government. Every American will feel that they have to have an attorney by their side before they criticize a government official. And so there's a lot on the line. Our First Amendment rights are being stripped away from us. We're being censored. And it's really frightening times in America. But I'm going to continue to push forward and fight because we have to restore honesty and faith in our elections or we don't have a country. Carrie, while, while you suffer the repercussions of asking questions about the election system, somebody who actually violated the law in the election system, uh, Gloria Torres, former city councilwoman from San Luis, now was named vice uh, mayor over the holidays. Uh, what message does that send to voters and other politicians when it comes to election integrity? Well, we're living in a very corrupt state here in Arizona. And, uh, you know, it's like the the. Uh, what do they say? The convicts are running the prison. <laughs> I don't know if I got that exactly right, but truly she is a convict. I mean, she's been convicted and now they are appointing her, putting her into this position. It's it's ludicrous. It's abhorrent. It's it's just a, a slap in the face to the people of this state. And, you know, this is what happens when you run elections like you're in a banana republic. And then people tell you, don't ask any questions and don't get to the bottom of it. We've got a bunch of uh, really uh, nasty people in charge of the state right now. And the people of Arizona are horrified by what's happening. Yeah. Carrie, if this was practically any time in our country's history and Democrats were asking questions and raising concerns about border security. I would think that is great. I'm so happy that we're all seeing the issue here. But there have been a number of Democrats, one of whom is the governor in your state, Katie Hobbs, who have raised concerns about the border. She asked for, I think, about a half a billion dollars worth of reimbursements for border issues. But I haven't heard any updates from that. And it doesn't seem like she's really pressing the Biden administration over it. This is somebody who doesn't want the wall. This is somebody who, the minute she got into office, pulled down the barrier that we did have. This is somebody who simply wants money to, I don't know, shuffle around and who knows what she wants to do with that money. The Democrats only want to pour money into processing the people coming here illegal. 
They don't want to stop people from coming here illegally. They just want to pour money at the symptoms, but never solve the problem, which is preventing people from crossing over in the first place. So it's laughable. Everybody knows she's a joke when it comes to the border. And and this is why they, they couldn't have me as governor, because on day one, uh, minute one, after taking office, my plan was to call it what it is, an invasion on the border and stop this madness uh, from the level of the state. The states have the right in the Constitution to protect their citizens from an invasion. We have an invasion on the border. We need some strong governors to stand up and do just that. But I don't see it happening. I am impressed that that Abbott in Texas is starting to get a little more serious about the border. But I don't see any other governors really doing anything to help. And this is a 50-state problem. We have the people pouring across. We have the fentanyl pouring across. It's a weapon of mass destruction. It's taking out an entire generation of people. killing people. And we've got no leadership willing to take this on, take on the cartels and say, no, this is not going to happen. We're going to put a stop to it. And we need some strong leaders. And that's why November of 24 is going to be so critical, this election coming up, to get President Trump back in the White House to vote me into the U.S. Senate. And we're going to turn this nightmare around and and restore America to uh, its greatness, that it, that it, rightfully has, and we're ready to restore it. Yeah, Americans are certainly waiting for that. I think a lot of voters thought, well, hey, we did something. We put House Republicans in charge in 2023, and they were hoping the border would get better. It got worse in the last year. How important is it for your Republican colleagues, your friends in the House, to step into that void and make sure that when they make that budget deal, they get something on the border? I think there would be a big reward from voters, but how important is it for the credibility of the party right now? Well, the deal they're working on now, from what I'm hearing, is I think it's dead on arrival. I mean, if they're going to even tie one penny to going to Ukraine in order to get border security, that's that is outrageous. Not one penny should go to Ukraine until we have a secure border. And I don't need money going down to our border that we're just pouring into processing people coming illegally. I'm talking about stopping people from coming across. I'm talking about money to build the wall. That's what has to happen. And I'm hoping that that's in this uh, deal. But I I don't have a lot of faith right now. Uh, Kirsten Sinem is one of the people working on it. She wants to tie Ukraine funding to getting border security. That's reprehensible. Folks, don't go anywhere. Ben Berkram, the great host of Law and Border, and one of my colleagues at Real America's Voice. He's been on our TV show. He does great reporting. He's courageous, whether it's on fentanyl, the migrant crisis in Chicago, the border. He was down there covering Mike Johnson, the speaker's trip. He's going to talk to us right after these messages. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home 
and it's titled, The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge a signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner, and bam, your home is not in your name, and all of a sudden, debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Folks, Factors delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre prepared, chef crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Welcome back, everybody. Just a few hours ago, House Speaker Mike Johnson and a number of his Republican colleagues spoke in front of the media at our southern border discussing the importance of border security and highlighting that crisis. Our network colleague and host of Law and Border, Ben Burkwam, is down at the border, as he often is, and he's been investigating the issue long before most people were even paying attention. And he joins us now. Ben, okay, give us your, not your exact coordinate, because I don't want to get you in trouble with anybody, but uh, what's the general area where you are? And tell us about the Republicans down there at the border, because it's obviously important to get them down there. They get more cameras. They get more attention. How successful was the trip? Uh, very good. And actually, we can tell the coordinates now because the representatives have, have departed. So uh, we were at the boat launch right next to Bridge One in Eagle Pass, Texas. Uh, it, you know, this has been a long seven. This is seventh day of this border trip uh, starting in, in San Diego, ultimately ending up here. We're, we were in McAllen down on the uh, near the Gulf of Mexico yesterday. And every day it's just been worse and worse and worse. And the footage that we're getting um, it's, it's just bad. It's really bad. And so to have this, you know, 50 plus delegates, representatives from the, the obviously only the, the Republican side to come out here and, and stand up and expose what's happening. It's good. But the really, the question becomes how many of them do they have enough votes to block Joe Biden and this regime and the, the, you know, what their agenda is for America. And I did, I was the first one to able to ask a question to the entire delegation. I said, show of hands. How many of you are willing to shut down the government in, uh, until the border is shut down? And sadly, I didn't get uh, the, the you could tell it was an uncomfortable question and many of them <laughs> didn't want to answer it. And I think that's what we're heading into um, in, in, on January 19th. And 
sadly, I, I interviewed Congressman uh, Self and uh, Keith Self, and he said what he anticipates happening is actually seeing more Democrats vote for the bill than Republicans and it passing and, and basically giving the Democrats what they want. And I pray that is not the case. Uh, but it really comes down to the, the viewers and to the voters across America, whether or not they put enough pressure on these politicians to make them do their job and uh, secure this country first. That was a great moment. You have courage in the face of drug cartels. You also have courage in the face of the cartel that sometimes is Congress. That was a great question. And you're right. They can't they don't have the courage to shut down the government. That's what we've seen uh, over the last six months. Ben, I want to turn to another moment that was a big moment today. It, uh, we had Marjorie Taylor Greene at the top of the show. She brokered the deal to get an impeachment inquiry started in House Homeland. Today, they announced January 10th is the first hearing. All the border chiefs are going to come up and they're going to give testimony directly contradictory to the testimony and the statements of Alejandro Mayorkas. How big a moment will that be to have Alejandro Mayorkas called a liar by his own people? Well, it's uh, it'll be a big moment, but it's long overdue. I mean, yeah. he has been a traitor to this nation for over two years. He is uh, he has orchestrated. He has been the head of uh, Homeland Security in the face of uh, unsecuring our homeland. And so he should have been gone a long time ago. But you know, it's it's a, a step in that right direction. And I pray, if anything, ultimately, obviously, the Senate's not probably going to do their job. I pray they do. Uh, but I pray that the, the, in the arena of public opinion, that's what this is really about. It's waking up the American people to just how bad these people have been, these, these supposed representatives of this country. So uh, it is. It's very damning when you have your own people come out and say, you were derelict, you did not do your job, or maybe uh, what you said was a lie. That It's going to be very damning, hopefully, testimony. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, I want to go back to your question to the Republican delegation, because if we learned anything from the whole Speaker of the House debacle, the transition to Mike Johnson, it's that a few people in Congress actually can... Uh, produce some change. And, and there were some folks who were there today who said they would be willing to shut down the government. A couple of Arizona representatives, Andy Big, Eli Crane, Matt Gates, Matt Rosendale. Um, and there was one more I'm trying to remember. Bob Good. I knew I would get it. Uh, um, but, and they said uh, that yeah, they Bob would Good. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of seems to me like maybe a B can move a bull if they are willing to actually stick to this. But uh, do you think that that's a reality? Well, again, it ultimately comes down to do you have, you know, when you only have a two vote majority uh, and 20 of your members are, are wishy-washy rhinos, it's tough. It's tough. It really comes down to how much pressure the their voters exude on them. And ultimately, all of these representatives, most of them, you mentioned some really good ones. I got to interview all five of them, uh, Congressman Biggs, Crane, Gates, uh, uh, Rosendale and uh, Good, Bob Good. And, and some really good ones, but many of these representatives only care about two things, votes and power. And if they, if they don't think you're going to impact either of those things, then they could care less. So they need to know that their voters are not going to vote for them, that they're going to lose their job if they do this. Uh, we'll see, but really, that's really what it comes down to. We've got till the 19th to put enough pressure on them. And hopefully groups like the, the five you mentioned, uh, will, will, have enough pressure to start seeing that, but it really comes down to the voters, I believe. 
Yeah, and uh, the words you just said, exactly what Mark Morgan said earlier today. He was on the podcast with me and he said, if Republicans don't get a strong deal, they're going to get thrown out on their tails come November. Very stark warning. He was very, very, he doesn't usually delve into politics too much. He wanted Republicans to know they're in big trouble if they don't deliver. I want to turn to another thing. Uh, for the last seven years, Al-Qaeda didn't have its magazine up. It resurrected it this past few weeks. Usually it's a sign when they do that, they're about to launch some terror attacks. A resurgence. Al-Qaeda with a resurgent Hamas, with a resurgent Iran and an open border. It doesn't feel very comfortable right now. What are you hearing from law enforcement? Yeah, uh, what I'm hearing is uh, we got one of the, the jet boats coming up behind me, so forgive the noise. But what I'm hearing besides that is uh, that uh, everyone, everyone, and myself included, based on the intelligence that I see and I've, I've uh, captured, are shocked that it hasn't happened yet. It's just a matter of time, sadly. And every single day that Joe Biden and this administration is in office, uh, the, the threat level increases. All right, folks, one more good one left. We want to watch your tax dollars here at Justin News. We're always pointing out waste and fraud and abuse and uh, highlighting it. My good colleague, Nick Balassi, had a great story. A quarter trillion dollars of tax dollars were wasted last year on improper payments. Think about it. A quarter trillion in a single budget year. Imagine if you had that money back, what the budget would look like, what the deficit would look like, what your wallet would look like, what inflation would not look like. It would be down lower if we weren't wasting so much money. Brandon Arnold's going to bring us up to speed on all those great issues right after these messages. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. 
Welcome back, everyone. Last year, state lawmakers across our great nation have been hard at work. And while, of course, some have been doing more than others, there are 22 states that have hiked the minimum wage, lifting the pay floor for roughly 10 million workers. But these higher wages are coming at a time when workers are struggling with increased costs due to historic inflation levels. Nevertheless, the small business and franchises that now have to pay these employees the increased hourly rate may struggle to stay open. So they survived a pandemic, but now the government's going to kill them. Fun times. Now, while time will tell, one question that I have is whether or not these state and city passed legislative measures are going to further decimate our economy. So joining us to talk about this issue right now is Brandon Arnold. He is the executive vice president of the National Taxpayers Union. Brandon, welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me. I want to stick on this topic of minimum wage because we now have three states, California, New York and Washington, uh, they're raising their minimum wage to $16. Now, uh, I, I looked up some statistics, and $16 is more than rookie year paramedics and EMTs make in five different states. Um, so they want someone who is dropping potatoes in peanut oil to make more than someone who could literally save your life. I know this is an ongoing debate between the left and the right, between Republicans and Democrats, but this seems like a very dangerous precedent to set for our economy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the truth of the matter is markets do a much better job of setting wages than politicians do. Politicians, many of whom are beholden to labor unions, are just picking arbitrary numbers without looking at how they impact businesses. Of course, we want to help workers. Of course, we want everybody to make a living wage. But better, people are generally better off making eight or nine or ten dollars an hour than they are if their business shuts down, the business that they work for shuts down, or if they have to downsize employees and they lose their jobs. So when politicians come up with these arbitrary numbers, they end up heaping these huge costs on small businesses that can oftentimes be so uh, weighty that they put these businesses under or force drastic measures like cutting costs elsewhere. Oftentimes that means laying off their employees, their help. They're hurting the very workers that they are trying or saying they're trying to help. Yeah. Yeah, There's a long history proving that that is the case. Uh, Brandon, I want to look at the different elements of the fiscal policy right now. Right? We've got these minimum wage jumps coming in. We've got uh, still large federal spending, and that's still driving inflation. And of course, that's driven up interest rates. Now the debt on uh, the interest uh, service on the debt is putting enormous pressure on the budget. Republicans got a year. They had an opportunity to put their imprint on government. It still looks the same as the year before they got there. What do they need to do in the next few months to show uh, voters that they made a difference, that they actually did what they said they were going to do when they were sent to Washington? Yeah, let's let's try to be as optimistic as we can here, John. I know it's tough. You look at all this red ink and you look at all this past mismanagement of the federal budget. And it's easy to get depressed here. But I really think they need to focus on two things. The first thing is to focus on the national debt, the deficits that we've run up over the past few years. We've had deficit problems going back for decades, but we went into turbo mode during the pandemic. We need to rein in spending because obviously we've seen that's had a very negative effect on inflation, which has hurt Americans of all stripes. The other thing I think we need to do is focus on producing more domestically. Now, there's two ways to reduce inflation, to reduce prices 
you either reduce demand, which is what's happened through the Fed's actions, or you increase supply. You can increase supply by encouraging more manufacturing. Essentially, if we're making more stuff here, then prices will more naturally fall, and they'll do so at less of a cost. Because when you re reduce demand, that's effectively another word for saying making people poor. So let's pass tax policies in a fiscally responsible manner that actually incentivize companies to make investments in domestic businesses, produce more, manufacture more, and that will have a positive impact, certainly on prices, but also on the job market, which is increasingly looking a little bit shaky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Brandon, for an administration that is running for re-election, I have to think that they would want to employ some of these things that would help drive the economy sooner. Uh, and yet they claim to be doing things that are going to inject the economy later. You're, you're not going to see it for a while because Carrie Jean-Pierre, White House press secretary, said that uh, you just have to wait a little longer to see the benefits of Bidenomics. I know that this is going to be driving the election, even though the White House doesn't want to be driving the economy, but they can't hide from it. No, that's right. You look at the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, arguably the worst named piece of legislation in our nation's history, but it doesn't project, even under the administration's own numbers, it doesn't project to reduce inflation anytime in the near future. You're looking at making long-term investments that may or may not work. I'm a little skeptical if we're being honest here, that may reduce prices of energy down the road by making enormous trillion dollar investments in green energy and electric vehicles and so forth. But the immediate impact is more spending, more deficit finance spending. And that's all this administration knows how to do. I think it's that old case when if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. All they know how to do is spend, spend, spend. And that is what has helped fuel inflation. It's not the only cause, but it's certainly helped to fuel inflation. And now we really need to find ways to turn that ship around, start moving in the opposite direction where we're being a little, a little bit more fiscally responsible. We're starting to move in the direction of balanced budgets. It won't happen immediately, but we at least need a directional change right now. And this administration is so resistant to it, even though, as you say, it's probably coming at a pretty hefty political cost. Yeah, that's uh, so true. I want to stay on that green energy economy one more. Uh, uh, after all the trillions of investment that was just made in clean energy, we had the largest year ever in consumption of gasoline in the United States. Didn't seem like they checked that box very well for the Democrats. And then the EPA inspector general came out Friday and said, hey, the $5 billion he gave to local school districts to convert their buses to electric, you have one problem. You didn't work with the utilities, so the buses have no electricity. Are, are Americans beginning to realize that the green energy thing hasn't really turned out to be a clean energy success at all? Yeah, I mean, what the administration is doing here, they're bungling the whole thing because they're trying to not only foster this green economy, but they're also beholden to labor unions. So they're trying to juggle all of these different priorities. And that's why you see, for instance, this big initiative, billions of dollars sunk into building more charging stations, and yet we haven't built a single one yet. That's why you see this huge tax credit that is supposed to deploy all these additional electric vehicles. But guess what? There's only 13 vehicles now that are even eligible for it. Many vehicles lost eligibility because, again, they're trying to be beholden not just to the environmental community, but also to the special interest in the labor community right now. So you can't serve all of these purposes simultaneously. What you have instead are billions and billions of dollars going out the door and not even helping their stated causes uh, while all right. they do is fuel greater inflation, greater deficits and so forth. It's an absolute mess. All right, folks, that wraps up the Saturday edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. A big thank you to our three guests today, Carrie Lake, Ben Burkwam, Brandon Arnold. 
three very insightful conversations. Hey, tomorrow, I want to shout out one of our guests. We've got some great ones tomorrow. Victoria Coates, the former Deputy National Security Advisor for the United States. A really good one. Amber Duke, one of the great media reporters in America covering the media and its failures. Roger Simon, great journalist and screenwriter. He's going to talk about Americans becoming refugees in their own country, fleeing blue policies for red states. What a dynamic. That's been going on. The census data shows it's irrefutable. But I want to get your anticipation up. It's just a rare appearance. Michael Rappaport, great comedian, great actor. You've seen him in movies from Sully to some of the great movies done by Woody Allen and others. Funny, one of the great stand-up comics of our generation. He has been making waves in the Middle East. Why? He went over to Israel for weeks, and he is speaking out against anti-Semitism. He's calling out his Hollywood colleagues. He's calling out Hamas. He's calling out all of those who practice intolerance on a daily basis. He's going to join us tomorrow. This is a very rare, he doesn't do many interviews, very rare time to spend with Michael Rappaport, comedian, Hollywood star, and now one of the leading voices against anti-Semitism, intolerance, and hatred in America and in Israel. He just came back from Israel. We're going to have that tomorrow, a very special edition, Sunday brunch edition of John Solomon Report. So be sure to tune in. All right, folks, that wraps it up. We're going to call it a night. We'll be back tomorrow with the Sunday brunch edition. Until then, God bless you and God bless this extraordinary country of the United States, as he always has. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.